the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Ezra Ortiz. And we're talking with Lisa Anderson from the Boundless Podcast and from Focus on the Family, talking about ideas for Christmas gifts when we've got inflation and everything pushing against us. And she's given us some ideas for some great Christmas gifts, like giving the gifts of our time and our talents and experiences and things like that. That's so good, too, because... You know, it kind of cuts against the materialism, commercialism that already surrounds this time of year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to just give someone the gift of your 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 time, your energy, your talent, all that type of stuff is just so key. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, the, the whole reason why we're even talking about this is because obviously the economy is just is just in a tough spot right now and things are looking really tough. Um, I wonder if we can shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit. Maybe you can just share um, just, just some hope um, to to people that are just really struggling right now. You know, it's yeah, we can make all the jokes that we want about, you know, eggs costing, what do you say? $9. $9. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. We can, you know, but obviously those are, those are real numbers. And and for some people, it's just really tough making it paycheck to paycheck. So I just wonder if you can maybe just share a little bit of hope for people that are struggling, especially during this time of year, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's great that you brought that up, Ezra, because I always, you know, people, sometimes I irritate my friends and family by getting way into goals for the new year. I love looking at a new year and thinking like, okay, what do I want to do differently? What's on my bucket list? How do I want to grow? Whatever. But the fact is, it is because a new year is always a fresh start and there's always hope to it. And I think we often look back on the year that we're in as like, this was horrible and I maxed out my credit cards and this is where I failed and this is what is so hard for me right now. But I think ultimately, like when we think of and when we can collectively share experiences and enter into even hardship with one another, you know, I mean, even the Bible itself says we're called to rejoice with those who rejoice and to Mm -hmm. weep with those who weep. Um, I I think this is a great opportunity, too, for people who do have a little more squirreled away or they're just kind of the person that, you know, they're in a good place with a good job, whatever. This is our opportunity to look around us and say, who is God calling me to bolster right now and to really make that, this might be my part. You know, we talked about my family um, traditions. One of my family traditions that my mom did was those, um, those gift lists where you gave to whether it was indigenous peoples, you know, she would gift us or gift an unreached people group, a goat on our behalf, you Mm -hmm. know, and (laughs) you would have it with my name and that I was giving a goat to a family in Bangladesh or something Mm -hmm. like that. And again, talk about something meaningful that's going to take you into the new year. So even take that locally of like, what does it look like? In fact, my church is doing this right now. They sent out an email um, to church members and said, we have got our deacons fund um, is in a surplus right now. And we need the names of people that, you know, in our church or outside of our church who could benefit from some gift cards who are Mm. just struggling this season. And so again, thinking that through even going out and maybe purchasing a few extra gift cards and just finding those people that are like, 
oh man, it, I'm really in a in a tough spot and being willing to extend uh, that grace. And for those who are struggling and are in a harder spot, sometimes it just means kind of gathering that family close and being like, you know what, this year, here's what this looks like. I mean, again, the, all the memories that I think back on are about spending time with family and mm-hmm. going out or, or being like, you know what, tonight we're going to pile in the car and we're going to go look at lights. And that's what we're doing. We're not going out. We're not spending money. We're not. Um, but I think we're, you know, it's easy to look at the economy. It's easy to look at politics. It's easy and just be, think of it as a massive dumpster fire that we have no control over. And yeah, the truth is, well, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, the truth is both of those things are true. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot going on and you don't have control over it. And yeah. so um, the the 10% of things in your life that you can control, that's what you um, take issue with. That's what you take on. That's what you work towards. That we, That's what you invest in. And the rest of it is spent in releasing control, trusting God, loving others, and seeing what we can do to uh, really marshal our, our energies and our resources and ride into the new year. It's Lisa Anderson, the host of The Boundless Show and uh, from Focus on the Family. Lisa, if you've got a few more minutes, we'd love to keep you uh, just talk a little bit about uh, show the show and what you've got going on. Uh, again, it, she's with Focus on the Family. And right now, don't forget, you can give to Focus on the Family and your, your gift will be matched through the end of the year because of uh, generous donors. So help Focus on the Family continue to do the great work that they do. So Lisa, The Boundless Show, what you got uh, going on recently? What's, uh, what are some great shows that you've had uh, that just really stuck out in your head? Yeah, it's been so fun. And I I just always, you guys, if you can believe it, coming up now in January, our show will be 15 years old. And I cannot even take credit for that. That was the team before me that at the very beginning of podcasting said, we're going to do a podcast called Mm. The Boundless Show. And so it's been a huge privilege. And so, but I often sit in the studio and I'm like, haven't we said everything that there is to say <laughs> about dating? I mean, or about, you know, and I always think this is played out. And then I meet some guests that's like amazing. And I'm like, I didn't know that. And tell yeah. me that story. And it's always, of course, this is, I'm sure your experience too. You're like, when you've been in the biz, you're like, how can I hear all these stories and still glean something? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it is really cool. So one of the things that we are talking about, and we often talk about, about around the holidays is um, how do you navigate relationships when you're going home to family mm-hmm. or friends or the office Christmas party, um, <laughs> especially for single young adults or yeah. singles. Um, it's like, you know, okay, how's your love life? Are What's you married new? yet? What's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have anyone special? Do you have, can I hook you up with someone? Yeah, can I, right. yeah. and it just becomes, you're standing there with your eggnog and you're like, oh my word, are we really going to go here and stuff? And <laughs> it's kind of like, it's always a, uh, um, assumptive that you can have open season on single people and just ask them really weird questions where if it's like, if we turned it around on the married people, you know, yeah. it would get, it would get awkward pretty fast. You know, like when people are like, how's your love life? I feel like saying, you know, I don't know, it's, it's moving along or not anyone in my life right now, but what I'd really love to hear about is your sex life. So let's talk about that. You know, that's put a quash on that real quick, wouldn't it? See, yeah. see where we go as we're all standing around the Christmas tree singing carols. So yeah. anyway, so we're definitely, uh, definitely talking about that. Uh, we always do a fair amount around uh, goals around this time of year. Um, we always have fun with our inbox because those are actual listener questions that come into us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for example, I think we have, uh, 
I, I think we have this week, uh, the question is about what's an appropriate age gap in dating. So if mm. you meet someone and you want to date them, but say, you know, what if they're five years older than you? What about seven years? What about 10 years? What about, you know, we see celebrities doing it. Is this actually 40 years? Like, <laughs> is this actually viable? I mean, yeah. So that's a real, uh, real question and a fun one that we've had. Um, so yeah, so it's it's always good, and we're always kind of getting ready for the new year and the excitement that's ahead and what we have to cover coming up. So yeah, it's the Boundless Show. You can hear it on uh, WDWD. It's five ninety a.m. Uh, Saturday evenings at eight thirty, or you can always check out boundless dot org uh, and hear the podcast. I see that recently you did one about boomers. That boomers aren't all the bad. <laughs> Very true. That was a conversation. So that's another great example. A conversation around how do you communicate with, get along with, and honor other generations? Mm. And so we had in the studio a boomer, a millennial, a Gen Zer, and a Gen Xer, and uh, all talking about, of course, how we all think that our generation's the best. And what does <laughs> well, that Gen look Xers like? Are the best, but we, yeah, pretty much. That's what I say. We're it. small but mighty. So, yes. <laughs> um, so kind of thinking through that, and then also kind of um, unveiling some of the the stereotypes that we have, some of the prejudices. You know, of mm-hmm. course. Our, our boomer who was on was just like, you know, these millennials and Gen Zers, they just don't want to work. They just want to like sit in a coffee shop and whatever. And, <laughs> and then it's like the Gen Zers like, well, I'm the one that's answering your email at 11 p.m. when you're, oh. you've clocked out. And so <laughs> it was a kind of a fun discussion of getting real about what does it look like to truly hmm. appreciate and honor one another. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Be sure to check that out. Boundless.org. <laughs> Lisa, thanks. So it's always so, so, so much fun to have you on. We just we need to do it more regularly. We should. It's always super fun. And I hope uh, that your Christmases are fantastic. And, you know, if, if they're not great or the family gets weird, just come on out to Colorado and we'll hike Pikes Peak or something. There so. we go. There we go. Yeah. Are you expecting you a white Christmas this year, Lisa? Or? All the, a white Christmas? Yeah. We, okay, so we need snow. We got a dusting of it last night. We haven't had enough. Hmm. But here's what's terrifying. I just looked at the forecast. Colorado is, like I said, I have family in northern Minnesota. They have wicked winters. Yeah, Colorado yeah. is pretty idyllic and very like snow, but nice temps. Uh, next week, I saw that we have a morning where we're going to have a low of 19 below zero. Oh, so wow. no, that's too cold. That no. is not okay. Um, <laughs> I have got a cruise coming up in January that I've rescheduled three times since COVID. And oh, let me boy. just tell you, I'm leaning hard into that at this point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm going to get it, get out of here for a while. So. I don't yeah. blame you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, well hopefully we're, we're, we're hoping to have a white Christmas over here too. Uh, I don't yeah, know if it'll never happen. Well, <laughs> my uncle sent me something the other day about, Hey, look, there, you know, there's, there's a, there's a snowflake on the weather app. You know, so maybe, <laughs> yep. I don't know. Not gonna you guys are going to have a flake. This is my sister. It's like a tray, a dusting of snow and everyone just shuts down yep. and like hunkers down and they can't even go out because it's so terrifying. So yep. I yep. love it. And yeah. eggs will be even more expensive then. So thanks so oh, much my for word. that. I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lisa Anderson, it's boundless.org is where you can uh, find out more, connect with her, and, of course, focus on the family.org uh, as well. Lisa, we appreciate you. Hope you have a great Christmas. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks much, guys. We, uh, we need to take a break. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Ezra Ortiz. And you are listening to Faith Talk Live.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.